Uh, Amos said what? He'd be on in like two hours, but that was Yeah, he's got his uh, D&D time on Sundays, so we'll have to start uh, doing this a better time. I think maybe, like you said, doing it after raids would be fun. So. Yeah, it'll be fun uh, having this after raids. Yeah, yeah, all the wipes. Hey, Vosi. Hey, what's what up, Vosi? Yeah, we're just starting episode two. Hell, heck yeah, brother. Heck yeah. Now yeah. recording. We'll have uh, a few topics this week, so I think we want to talk about some of the dragon riding experience, that uh, that new flying experience, some of the leveling that uh, people have been going through. So I know Para's got a bunch of classes leveled. Probably talk about some of the tank nerfs. And then raid starts next week too, along with Mythic Plus. So a lot of a lot of different things going on. Yeah. What do we want to start with then? Dragonfly. Just want to talk about Barony. <laughs> well, we got a few new people this week. So I had, for people that that listened last week, I know uh, we've got Vosi, Para, myself, and then we got uh, Vin and and Peta that are uh, new this week as well. So Peta, do you want to give us a quick thirty second intro about yourself? 30. 30 seconds, fuck. Uh, Was uh, that too long? Uh, I'm PETA. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, PETA. What do you play? Uh, video games. I don't play any instruments. I, uh, that's mostly it. Your WoW character, man. Tell us about oh, your WoW character. I play Feral Druid. I like to kill people for a long time. That sounds nice. Yeah, until they log out, usually. That's pretty much it. I don't do any, like... I'm not really... Serious like, player? Yeah, I'm pretty casual. I just like to piss people off and then get off. I get it. Nice. Vin? <laughs> My name is Vin. I play uh, Shadow Priest, mostly. I don't really play any other alts. Um, kind of more casual player, too. Um, I like to collect a lot of transmog mostly. And, uh, yeah. Well, Vin is our, uh, Per and I were just talking about it. You're kind of like our, our resident lore master for the guild too. I don't know that anyone's going sure. to, to out lore you. Yeah. I like, I like the lore a lot. Uh, obviously Shadowlands kind of put a damper on it a little bit, but, uh, it's, it's looking nice in Dragonflight. It's look promising. So how does how does the leveling experience so far tie into the the lore as we we already knew it? Does it does it kind of reinforce it, or are there there are new details here? Or what, there's a what's lot your... of new details. So like um, we're learning about these primal incarnates, where there's these kind of like off dragon flights with uh, the elements, and um, we've learned that there's a secret that the um, the dragon flights that are with the titans, you know, like the blue, the red, and etc. They've been hiding like secrets, and they've locked away these primal incarnates. So, uh, yeah, it's it's looking like it's looking like for the first time we might be fighting for the wrong side. There's a chance, you know. Well, I thought it was really interesting because I'm I'm still leveling, and I just did the uh, um, the the Rathian quest line, and so the black dragon flight. Uh, what's it, what's it, Nelfarian? That was who Deathwing was before he yeah. got corrupted. Yeah. Like that was mm-hmm. crazy. The reveal that he was like he used the power of the old gods to 
lock away the uh, um, to lock away the the proto drakes, right? Or what were the 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 primordials? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah the the primal carnets. The I think that's what they're called. The primal um, carnets. Um, yeah, I think that's what they're called. It's it's basically like a dragonfly of the elements. Because they never really talked about how Deathwing got corrupted before, did they? Like in the game, or did they just kind of rewrite how he got corrupted? It was basically trying to defend the Dragon Islands from the Primal Incarnates, and so because the Titan technology broke. Did you see that quest line? Um, I don't recall that quest line, but from my understanding, I believe Deathwing got corrupted because he was so far in the Earth. And that the black dragons, by nature, have a—they're um, like prone to be corrupted because they're—they're they're very. They look for power, you know. They're always seeking power. Mm. The oh, old gods kind of can happen to them. Well, see, Perry, do you, do you remember the quest line that I'm that I'm talking about? No idea. This is complete. Yeah, <laughs> actually, no uh, this is... I'll be honest with you. After leveling four or five characters at this point, I. I do not pay attention to the quests. I can't. Um, I'll burn myself out. But I did watch a lore video from Novel. Um, actually, a couple of them, and um, he went over like the what the like the pro- not the process, I guess, but like how that whole thing like ties in where he was using like the the primal's like power to like lock or he used the old god's power to lock away the primalists. So he kind of gave into it, and that's kind of like where we see Neltharian become Deathwing. Um, is after that like whole thing right so like he before it was like you were given the sense that like oh Neltharian like gave into the power to you know become more powerful but it kind of looks like more now he gave into that power just like sacrifice himself and then that's when he became corrupted if that makes sense yeah yeah that was what the it was like a short video um during the the Raytheon quest line so basically mm-hmm. it was showing that the Drakthir were created by Nelfarian, and then he had Titan technology that controlled them all to basically mm-hmm. have them do his bidding. And then when the primals attacked, they broke the Titan technology. It was like some wrist guard that he was wearing. And so he didn't have any way to direct the vac- the Drakthir to attack. So he it showed in the back like him communing with like the old gods and was like the shadow of like a Yog Saran slash Nazoth type figure that like corrupted him but gave him the power to like repulse yeah and like you said lock him away so i thought that was super interesting yeah, that's so. really cool speaking of old gods um just browsing through youtube a lot i've been seeing a lot of videos of people speculating that there's an old god under i believe onari plains under yeah yeah i remember watching Nobble talk about it and i know doran's movies put a whole video out about it Oh, that's interesting. So I wonder if that like brings it back full circle, like halfway or maybe towards the end of the expansion, which the old god that Nelfarian linked up with or something. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'm excited to see. I'm excited because uh, I'm not going to contribute to the lore. However, I really hope we get uh, more viewers into the uh, the podcast so we can get like fact checked and. It turns out like, oh, you were wrong about this and this and this, and this is a terrible podcast, you know. <laughs> Gonna get absolutely flamed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just throwing whatever we think of here. All right. 
We're not professional lore masters. No, no, no. Just, double down. Just... Double down. We are for... <laughs> we're the smartest lore masters. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nabo. You have nothing on us, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That but, guy but, fucking sucks. Vin, uh, going a little deeper when you were saying that uh, we might we might be on the wrong side. So what do you mean by that? So you think it was we unfairly put locked the primals away, or we were supposed to help Jailer? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Jailer actually exists. <laughs> yeah, I think that <laughs> we should leave that but, in Shadowlands. Um, Razageth said something during the fight with Alex Straza that. They've been holding secrets and they're not telling us everything. So not only we that, don't really know what that means. <clears throat> yes, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, I was watching that same. That was like the one cut scene I did watch because, like, you got to summon your blue eyes white dragon and eviscerate the entire like battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, where they were saying that like the the aspects had given into the titans' po- like they gave in quote unquote right like um, into the titans' powers and instead of. Um, the primalists it made it sound like instead of the primalists rising up against the aspects it was the aspects that were saying hey you have to conform to this or else um and i kind of got the sense that like maybe we are on the wrong side like maybe the aspects were like trying to like what's the word for this without saying bad words like enforce these like uh authoritarian primals or something yeah something like that where it was like the primalists were just minding their own business it sounded like and then the aspects were like, no, you have to do the Titan stuff now. Or else. Um, and then that's when they kind of got locked away. And I was like, I don't think this, this doesn't sound right, guys. <laughs> we should, maybe we should let them do what they want to do. Because it sounds like they were here first. And also, it uh, doesn't sound like they were doing anything bad. But I don't <laughs> the think they were um, under. The yeah. primalists were libertarians this whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm like the last person that should probably comment on this because I've skipped every every other cutscene and uh, <laughs> I've spam clicked through every other quest detail. But um, unless I'm missing half the story, which I probably am, um, it sounds like kind of like the aspects were just kind of like, "Hey, bend to our will." Yeah, the Titans are known to do that. It's kind of it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're either with us or against us. Yeah, um, I also know that what was it? It wasn't this expansion, maybe. I think it was like pre-patch or something. Somebody put a video. I think it was maybe Novel or somebody else, um, one of the other guys. Um, there's that European dude that is super into... Shoot, I can't remember his name. Either way, they put out this video, um, and they were talking about how, like, when we had gone to Night Lotha, um, there were all these, like, Titan texts and like, artifacts saying, like, you know, um, you cannot tell the mortals about what life was like before the Titans were here, which makes it think that, like... It was good. Maybe the Titans kind of like uh. did some shady stuff and like if we knew what they had done maybe we wouldn't be so eager to be like oh let's go help the Titans or oh yes the Titans are the good guys. Um, so it's an interesting thing to think about for sure but I agree uh, maybe maybe we're on the wrong side here with Vin. Well to that point um, the Titans never wanted us to have our own willpower Yeah, because originally we were all stoned. And then the old gods put on the curse of flesh, which gave us, you know, skin and a brain and our own mm-hmm. will. Wow, that is a curse. Oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> the Titans really n- never wanted us to think for ourselves. Oh, nice. I got my first weapon on my rogue just now. Yeah, they knew what we wanted. Oh, congrats. Congrats, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Not great stats, but 
It's crazy. My Paladin got 13 pieces of gear on my World Tour, the first one, and then my Rogue has gotten six. My DH, I think, got five, and Druid, I think, got four. It's crazy, the disparity or discrepancy between gear. It's all right. Uh, you'll, get some, yeah. you'll get some next week, because we're getting yeah. to get the plus. Let's go. Yeah. Well, so you brought up the Jailer, so I wonder... So maybe they skip the storyline in this expansion, or maybe they tie it in at the end. But because there was when you're oh, talking yeah, what's about that the, the Titans, yeah, the threat. But also, like, do you think the jailer was was set up? Like, do you buy into the whole background around it was really the the Primus that was behind it all? Did I you also... doubt they're gonna go with the jailer was behind it all again because I think that wouldn't sit well with the player base. No, it wouldn't. Um. Yeah, I doubt we ever see much of the jailer again. To uh, be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think. But um, was you know Stephen Newsar? I wouldn't doubt it. He's the head of the lore. Uh, okay. Well, do you think there's anything to the the Primus was behind everything, and he just used the the jailer and set the jailer up? Have you seen that? Uh, who's he? The the Primus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How like the Primus was against us, or like yeah. secretly? Well, the yeah, the Primus secretly set the jailer up to take the fall the entire time. I did see that. I'm not sure. The Primus does seem a little sketchy, just by nature, you know, with the Maldraxxus. But I'm not. I'm not entirely sure with that. What I thought was. I don't weird. know if we'll ever see that though, because it might be a while till we hear a lot of stuff from Shadowlands. So I don't know. Yeah, as much as I hate talking about Shadowlands, like we we the jailer turned out to be the first arbiter, right? Is yeah. that confirmed? Yeah. Like that's I'm not mm-hmm. misremembering that. So it feels weird to me that you would have the arbiter who would see this huge threat and like want to do all these things, um, and then they would just be imprisoned, um, and then have them be wrong. I guess it feels weird that like the 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 other uh, what are they called the first ones? The other first ones had put this person in charge as the arbiter because they knew, like, hey, this person like has insight that we couldn't ever have. Like, this person is just, um, like, they're they're able to see things or like know things, I guess, or their knowledge is better than ours. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh no, actually, this person's evil. Um, we should throw him in Shadowlands jail. Um, so, I guess for me. I think there's more to that story. I don't want to touch back on it. I really hate to go back to Shadowlands. But again, <laughs> it sounds like there's so much more to that story that we haven't touched on. And maybe that bigger threat or, is something that we should actually be concerned about. Um, I think maybe it was kind of like wrong way to go about it with like, oh yeah, let's kill you guys so that we can save you from the bigger threat. You know, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it kinda weird. Yeah. Like, uh, the jailer cutscene is like, oh, I was trying to save you for what is to come. And I think it's I think it's kind of obvious it's the void because mm-hmm. the jailer and Sargeras were kind of maybe not on the same side but somewhat working together. Or jailer was pulling the strings with him. Um. So with that being said, because Sargeras's crusade started with the void, so I think the jailer was tr- kind of doing exactly what Sargeras was trying to do and try to eliminate everything so that the void mm-hmm. couldn't consume it. Yeah, that's my best guess. Or maybe so the is... void acts through us, and he's like, "Let me destroy their vehicle of corrupting the rest of you know reality." I guess. 
Mm-hmm. So for and people also, that have no idea, what what is the void? The void is so like in time immemorial, there was light and there was shadow, and that kind of collided and created what's called the great uh, great dark beyond, which is basically space and this time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like once it's uh it's like two sides of the same coin. Neither of them you can really say is evil because you know the light's done a lot of shady shit too. So basically, the way we perceive it as players is basically the the big bad, the big evil. Very, gotcha. what's the word I'm looking for? Lovecraftian horror. Interesting. So go, going back to to Dragonflight, then. So what? So Razagath. He, that's not going to be the the big bad for the expansion, is it? Or is that like the is is Razagath at the end of the the first raid? Or it's is the there... end of the first raid. I don't know if we yeah. kill them though. Do you think we kill them at the end? I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe we imprison them again. Throw them back in jail. That's true. We put them back in. Uh... Dragon jail? Dragon jail, there we go. Horny jail. <laughs> My Horny best guess jail. is we're gonna we're gonna fight the head of each um dragonflight per se. So like Razgeth seems like the storm. <clears throat> so next could be like you know, flame, lava, fire. Mm. In terms of who the last boss is, who knows? So there's been people who think it's gonna be Galakron. You know, Death resurrected. Wing. Yeah, uh, Deathwing. That's crazy. I think it's a good guess because there's been a lot of mobs trying to resurrect them. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, I've heard of a name. I think it came from Doran's movies. Um, Eridicron. I think it's yeah. His name. There you go, Eridicron. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that he could be the last boss, but I don't know much like about him. Transformers. Because I mentioned him like. Um... I think it's one of the uh, little cinematics you get after finishing the whole uh, campaign where it's like Nosdor moves like, and if they release Riddicron, and then so on, so on. Yeah, so I guess Razageth is the youngest, mm-hmm. and then Eridicron, the stone scaled, is, I guess, the most powerful. There was a Wowhead, I think, uh, article that popped up. And then there's Viranoth, the frozen heart, and then Firak, the blazing. So I guess there's there's four of them. Oh, they're multiplying, Joe. <laughs> It'd be nice, Is it? like just having them in the raid. You know, I want. I'm curious what their models will be too. Hopefully, we just don't fight their head this time, and we fight the whole dragon. Yeah, <laughs> they're hitting on 15 different platforms, and maybe their left and right hand too. <laughs> Don't have to sway left and right for fifty. Yeah, minutes. maybe we, maybe we get a couple barrel roll sequences in a raid fight. <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh my god, a dragon flight. Uh, I'm sorry, a dragon flying fight would be uh, interesting. You know, it would be the worst is if they make it like the old uh, video games where there's going to be at least one fight where it's like a timed race. It's like an Amalgus like, fight where you bring in your like dragon fight, and there's that one guy in raid that didn't go get all of his flying, uh, his dragon flying. <laughs> and he's just, like three, three stamina or vigor, and he's just falling down to the ground very slowly. It was like oh, yeah. to make it to phase time. three. Yeah. 
Oh, what'd you say, Finn? With the, uh, with the Infinite Time Dragons. I'm blanking on the name. Oh, the, of the, the Bronze? Oh, Not no, the no, no. The, uh, I think there's the Infinite Dragonflight. Yeah, yeah, the Infinite like Dragonflight. The, the, like the negative ones, like the, the black and white ones. Yeah, and um, Nas Dormu kind of foreshadowed that he's going to turn back into Murazam. Yeah. So maybe we get a little time race with that fight. That would be pretty sick. Because I always think that he he's a very interesting character for me. Like knowing that you're gonna like become this being that like ultimately like just like this evil version of yourself and not being able to do anything about it, but like you can like I guess fix the timeline while you're working on it. Mm-hmm. But you're like fighting yourself, I guess, is super weird. Or like interesting, I guess. Yeah, he's gotta be my favorite of all the dragon ones, dragon flights or aspects rather. He's hot. The other thing yeah, 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 hundred percent. He's got that. Um, he's kind of like the the pita long hair kind of thing going on. It's <laughs> like tied back a little bit. Kind of hot. But <laughs> I think what I'm most excited for, like uh, lore wise, is like the Sibelian, um Rathion. Like who? How does that work out? Yeah, who comes out on top? Yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> the funny. Well, that or like, does Sibelian actually like? Is he actually clear to the corruption? Like, there's that whole like theory that he's like actually not, but he's working like. To retake the Black Dragon flight and then take over that Deathwing spot, I guess. Not as like obviously they're both trying to take over that spot as like the leader of the Black Dragon flight, but um, Sibelian's not you know 100 percent clear of the corruption. But on the other hand, I'd be surprised if he got the the aspect of the Black Dragon flight just because we haven't seen him for so long. Mm-hmm. Sibelian, that is. I would I'd be very surprised if it was not Rathian, just because of how involved he's been with the story. You know what's crazy to me is like I understand that again. There's that chance that he's not clear of the corruption. He kind of gives off that creepy, like evil villain that isn't actually a villain kind of vibe. I get that 100%. 100%. But there's so many people that are just like 100% backing Rathion out the gate. This guy caused like Wad, which I'm sure. pretty sure is a, a war crime by itself. Like Good. making us do warlords of Draenor. I support that completely. No, Wait, so yeah, he's Sibelian... the warlords of Draenor. Where? <laughs> Where did we meet Sibelian in, in World of Warcraft? I, my uh, assumption. Outland. Oh, it was Blade, in Outland? He was in Blade's Edge Mountains. He, we helped him kill the Grons. Oh, so in Dra- Draenor, though. So Warlords of Draenor? No, no, no. Actually, BC. Well, he was in, like, actual Outland. Wait, really? I don't remember yeah. that at all. Oh, I have to go yeah, through. Yeah, he was... Uh, yeah, I completely missed it the first time. Um, I, when I was playing, like, TBC Classic, uh, I picked it up then, but... Uh, yeah, I didn't really play classic, so I guess it's that was like 15 years ago. I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely possible. I can't believe you don't believe that, man. I thought you were like a an OG WoW player. Seriously, I, I was, but it was 15 years ago. That's why I don't remember <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> well, so Sibelian was in Burning Crusade. Okay, and did yeah. he have his whole backstory then too, or was it a was this kind of I more developed so. that he was claiming to be the the heir of Nelfarian? Um, I mean, they're definitely built on it, but his original story was like uh, Deathwing um, had sent him to Outland to recruit, I guess, uh, more forces from there. And then that's actually how the like the the Nether Drakes were formed, is those like corrupted black dragons that had gone to Outland. But he was uh, he had gone there uh, basically in Blade's Edge. Your the Grons were like the dragon slayers, right? So there's also those like black dragons that are staked up on the on the mountains and stuff. But his his thing that you're helping him with in Outland is like the war on the Grons. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so cool. But he was basically, yeah, he was like on a recon mission in Outland for Neltharion before like everyone oh, knew he was, um, you know, 
Yeah. Nice. It was pretty sick. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's either that or we get, like, Rathion, who I'm, like, 100%, like, Rathion's a cool character, but I don't know how I feel about putting him in a leadership position. Like, this guy, he comes in, he tricks the rogues. There's that whole thing with the Fang of the Father. I feel like there was some trickery going on there with, like, the Red Dragon flight, but... Um, then he causes the Warlords of Draenor, which, again, hate him already. But he also caused Legion by releasing Gul'dan. So, kind of a double-edged kind of thing there. I don't know. If we didn't get Wad, we wouldn't get a Grimoire Depot, and then, you know... Then we can't vote for that to be in the season. But you oh mean can't vote for it <laughs> to be in the season? Yeah, I, I did not. I did not vote for it. I don't know. You I can see that that was going to be a disaster, a mile coming. Anyone that's You're played the game would have done that dungeon that at all. Dungeon. I voted for Shadow Moon. I wanted to do that dungeon. <laughs> I thought um, the Evergreen Wilds or whatever it was called. I, I know it's a long dungeon, but I thought it would be very, very interesting for Mythic Plus, like the pull patterns and stuff, and like what you can do in there. Um, but I don't know anyone that voted for Grammar should just be put down. Anyone that voted for Grimrail that had done any of the affixes that they knew were on rotation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah Sang was uh, gonna be great in Grimrail. What could go wrong? Sangwin, uh what is it? The especially with the seasonal affix, um I don't remember what it was called, but like that having right. that frontal uh no 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 the, oh, the frontal from like the the, the yeah. yeah, the infiltrator frontal, um where you it's a oh, <laughs> you're gonna get hit by the frontal every single time. It's so annoying, and then like you're having to avoid the other frontals, and it's like. Or, or I'm sorry. What am I supposed fact, to do here? The fact that you would get the puddles literally covering like your path forward. Yeah. And you'd have to wait. Yeah. yeah. You're just gonna sit in there. Yeah. It was cool. It was a fun and interactive gameplay. Or so it was, of course. I I just love not being. Oh, able and then to, spiteful like, too. Myself. Yeah. Bifle was the best. Yeah, we're in the where to run. <laughs> yeah. We're speaking as like professional Mythic Plus runners, Spiteful, all right, in there, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> no loot item, please. Uh, my shaman's upset he hasn't gotten loot in two dungeons. Damn. So I haven't pushed into the story yet. So, like, what's the deal with the blue and green dragon flights? Like, who are the leaders for those two, right? Like, Malagos, they... right? I think Mal- Malagos, Malagos for the no, 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 Caligos. Caligos. We killed Malagos, right? Multiple Mal- times, I think. <laughs> killed Malagos and Lich King, right? Yeah, and, and uh, I have a turn to do. The aspect of the dre- uh the green dragon flight is Ysera's daughter, Marithra. Even doesn't oh, that's data mine stuff. I don't think we should go into that. No, it's already in, but like you have to be really uh, oh. renowned to get that quest line. Okay. Yeah, there's that whole quest line where you bring Ysera back from the uh, from Ardenweald. Yeah, and like Malfurion's yeah. like, yeah, uh, don't worry, guys, I'm cool hanging out. It's fine. No, really, I I swear, <laughs> it's cool. No, it's fine. It's like that one meme where someone's sitting in a, a house of fire and she's like, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I mean, I I'd do it. it makes more sense because it's like I hang out in Ardenweald, right? Well, I mean, we fixed it now, right? Like, it, we cleaned that place up pretty good before we came. Yeah, back. we left Sylvanas in charge of like you know doing our <laughs> Ma dailies. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> the Ma dailies. Fucking hell! Don't. Let's this is a fitting punishment for the crimes. 
Yeah, Bernie on Tedrasil have to do Ma dailies for a year straight. She's, she's also I can't limited think of anything to, uh, worse. <laughs> she's limited to either. five a day because uh, the I, the eye of jailer is still watching over her. <laughs> but she also can't mount his pre nerf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ma dailies. Oh my god. I'm pretty certain though that Rathian's going to be the aspect purely due to the loading screen. Yeah, that's definitely possible. I it's think it, I mean, it's a fan favorite. It tonight, so. <laughs> It'd be yeah, a good maybe we, It'd be maybe it comes like an advisor, like he sacrifices himself or something. But that'd be pretty sick. I could see that storyline happening because he's like pretty old too, right? So, like old character wise, I mean, yeah. But Blizzard hasn't killed off a fan favorite in a couple months, so got to make the quota. <laughs> But what if they just replace Rathian with Sabellian in the loading screen? <laughs> Pull a little prank. Yeah, dude. Nothing bad. Nothing nothing too harsh, you know. Maybe sick. Like I said, I I think that like that's the the storyline that I'm the most interested in at the moment. Plus having to do the key farming, I mean you get invested a little bit, right? <laughs> that's true. I've been doing that a lot. I'm trying to get that um that mammoth black skin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. my god. Have you guys seen the uh the snail mount for the Worldbreaker title? Not the the glory to the hero achievement, but um there's another you instead of you're turning your game to key your key into uh Rathion, you can turn your key into somewhere else and you get a, a Worldbreaker title and it also if it's like for 48 hours, I think. Um and you also fight an elite, but for those 48 hours you're able to farm these tokens and then you can buy a snail mount with the tokens later. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they're, I got. They're called um, magmotes. You need a thousand. Yeah, yeah, I that's got, crazy. I got it yesterday. Oh, you already got so it. Happy. Yeah, nice. yeah, I already got it. How long did you take it? Oh wow, it, I feel like that would take forever to get around. Get it around? only took about a couple hours. Does yeah. it? Does the snail mount go slower than the other ones, like the snail mount in uh, Shadowlands? Who was it? Shelly asked if they could fly. <laughs> 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 It has a nice little plop whenever you jump and land. I hate that's that. My, that's my favorite part. I hate that so much. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's just. I don't think I can say this on the podcast. I'll save this one for later. Nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little nostalgic, you know. Reminds me of the good old days. Oh man, I was just uh, telling Para earlier the uh, that one dungeon the. Was it the Nokud? Nokud? Nokud offense. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That thing it. is so cool being able to use your mount and it's just kind of like open world flying. That's, yeah. that's pretty neat. I think it would be, I think that we touched a little bit on it earlier with the, the raid, like having a raid based on that. That would be pretty sick. But again, I can see like that one person that just refuses to go get the dragon glyphs and you just, <laughs> I hate that guy so much. <laughs> we got to have a race for Warlock, raid. right? Yeah. Right. You know, summon him in. Summon Bob. Someone's gonna make a weak aura to see who hasn't. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So dragon riding in in general, that's that's been pretty impressive so far. Like I think yeah. uh, I was really interested when they were talking about the difference in flying, but man, I feel like they really nailed it. So I haven't oh, yeah. upgraded it all the way, but. It's just so much fun. Like I keep turning off whenever I get in the air. I turn off all my bars so I could just have like the full. Uh, yeah, hit the old, old Z. Experience. Yeah, 
they have done it a couple of times. Um, it's really sick. Um, I know that for the first, I don't know if it's still like this. I've tried to stay away from the wild forms, but for the first week of Dragonflight, there were so many like, and it wasn't even just like older people or like boomers. It was there was a lot of people that were very very concerned about the future of Dragonflight with Dragonflight running enabled since it was uh, too hard and exclusive um, for people to get a handle of, and it was. They just wanted their like their old mounts back, and it was crazy. It was like, man, can you just enjoy the game for a second? Because it's a really cool ability. Um, and it was just people that would like they hopped on their dragon once, ran out of vigor, and then fell back to the ground. And like they were like, I hate this. It's like <laughs> get a couple glyphs, try it out. It's really fun. Yeah, it is kind of tough without the glyphs. Once you get all the glyphs, though, it's so fun. Oh, hundred percent. Everyone that I've talked to, I've like recommended like, hey, before you like even before you get to max level, like maybe go pick up the glyphs. Like it makes it way more enjoyable definitely it's hard to convince some people but like in the end yeah. they, they always turn out like wow this was so worth it why didn't anyone tell me yeah so does it so does the dragon flying then so only works with those specific dragons yeah that you have yeah. okay and then does it work outside of the dragon isles too or is it no <laughs> no and it's annoying and i hate it enjoy it but like yeah getting to olderman is like the worst experience I, yeah, every week is. is that flight's Oldman. Because, like, I have to use my old mount, and I just... After I, dragon flying for, like, a week straight, it's so hard to go back to the old flying way. Yeah, I The just old mounts get, feel so slow now, man. I yeah. don't get what's stopping him from implementing uh, dragon flying outside of... Uh, probably, like, a coding thing, but I don't imagine it. But... I guess, but, like, I feel like... I don't know, in my head, it feels like something stupidly easy. But it probably isn't. I don't know. I'm not a game dev for a reason. I don't think I'm smart enough to do it. I'm gonna take off. I might be back in a little bit. See you, right, Peace out, dude. I was watching a uh, preach gaming. He made a funny point. Like, Blizzard can never start out an expansion without flying ever again. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Dragon flight is too good, but the dragon riding that they can never have boots on the ground again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the zones are so expansive too. Like, I was pretty impressed. I was like, okay, we're gonna fly. Like, it's gonna make these zones feel small, and like it no really shot. doesn't. Yeah, I don't think they could ever make these zones work though without dragon riding. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. were stuck on your ground mount the entire time for the first like, what is it, almost year of the expansion before Pathfinder came out, there is no shot. Like, imagine riding on your gr- slow 100% ground speed mount through Aran planes. Like, yeah, it'd be really cool for, like, 10 seconds, and then you're like, man, the scenery's great, but... Oh, I can't get up to the elevation. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, this hill is a big hill. <laughs> it's crazy, but... It is. Not even that. Fucking Azure Span would probably be the worst. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, without, like, mountains yeah. it is. Like, getting yeah. up to... It's going from different elevations. It's... Yeah, going from like uh, Caligus's tower thing or like whatever it, I don't know what it's called the Azure, I think Azure Expanse. Archives. Archives, yeah. Um, going from there to Ronin Shield for that like um, quest where you after you go to Ishkar, mm-hmm. could not do it. Would not be able to do it. Yeah, not a fucking chance. But that's another thing. Um, I really enjoy how this is gonna sound really weird, but I enjoy the. Uh, the throwbacks to like Wrath of the Lich King. I think that they're very like nostalgic and it kind of like makes the game kind of feel like you're that adventure again. Um, kind of going into like the how the zones feel, I guess, like aesthetically. Mm-hmm. 
but you don't like miss anything with like the dragon riding, which is cool. So I just found this out today. So apparently you can upgrade your dragon riding with the dragon tab on your your map. So I, oh, I thought you had to keep going back to like the original place. <laughs> Dude, Blizzard needs to do a better job of like pointing that out because I've talked everyone I've talked to be like, hey, uh, did you know you could do this? Like, yeah, I, I did know that. Like, I just found out today, and it's like we're three weeks into the expansion. <laughs> like, Blizzard needs to, hey, by the way, you can do this because it seems like everyone I talk to is. Had that same thing. It's just a slight troll, man. You can't blame him. Yeah, just a little prank. Just a little bit. Also, you can see like your reps and stuff from there too. So it's very helpful to look at. And it is. I really like the UI too. It's cute. Oh, the customizability or like the customization for it. Yeah, that or, like is... going into Dragonflight from like Shadowland. Oh shoot! The ability yeah, to just have the the hotkeys now, just to have like the quick key on the tab, so you can just change your layout. It's so awesome without having to go through like bartender or everything else now that it's like the default ui that you can just very much agree it's so this cool. is gonna sound very like not cynical but i cannot believe it took blizzard to take or like this many years to put an implication into like their impl implicate impl i don't know words um implication <laughs> no that's not the right word either don't know why it took blizzard this long to like put something in the game that bartender had been doing for years um feels very like I'm glad they did it, but why did it take this long? <clears throat> Instead of having to like go into the keybind setting and then map it individually in, and like kind of sure guessing which, yeah, kind of guessing which hotkeys go to where. <sighs> if only we knew. As long as it's in now, I mean, and it's not like a really shitty implementation, then I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them though to get their own uh dps meters or just general like meters in uh, the game so we don't have to worry about details anymore yeah i feel like that is the other thing like outside of like bartender or if you use something else it's just like being able to hotkey things and then mm -hmm. looking at like your just general you know overall kpis right <laughs> your mm -hmm. your key metrics like that should be something that should just be built in. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to like eventually they put in the interface like options like for the quick keybinds as at some point I'll be able to just type slash KB and just go from there. I won't even have to open the interface, but we'll get there eventually. Mm. Once the tech is available. So I think uh what LVI does that too, right? Like that's the only reason I'm using Elv is so that I can do those keybinds, especially on as many alts as I play. That and I like the uh, the lady epi frames. I feel like I I really hope that they're not just done now with like uh, expanding on the UI because you know they worked so much on it before mm -hmm. this expansion came out or like just while the expansion was in progress. I don't know. Like obviously, I obviously don't know what they're working on next, but I really hope they're like thinking of more ideas of um, what they can be uh, improving on besides the UI. And, uh, did you all ever play with the Pearl unit frames? No. Is that the one I'm that put, like the giant like mini map in the middle of your or is that Titan UI? There was one in Wrath that was like that obnoxious, but it at the time it was like it looked cool because I was ten and I was like, oh man, this is this is sick. This is the greatest UI I've ever seen. But it was very, very obnoxious. I don't it doesn't sound like it was though. 
I think Pearl unit frames that that's the I'm I think it's that one. Uh, I still have it as like a disabled uh, add-on, <clears> but it's the it was the one I think that would give you like the 3D versions of your character and all the characters. Oh your, yeah, the unit paint. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember that. Was that called Pearl? There was there was another one they did that as well, though, right? Pearl or X Pearl or something. But Maybe. it was some type of unit frame add-on. Yeah, that just. All the characters are all 3D versions instead of, you know, just kind of like the, the 2D portrait mode. So it was pretty neat. Yeah, that was the coolest thing when I was younger. It's crazy. I think you it was that. And then everyone was like, hmm. Sorry. Go oh, no, you're good. The, I was thinking it was like that. And then also it gave you like some Diablo like health bar thing in the middle of your screen where instead of like having an actual health bar, it would like, it would like lower down like the health globes in Diablo. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but I, 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 guess I, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Again, <laughs> eventually we'll get there. You can go ahead, though. Uh, I was just gonna say I was. I'm surprised they haven't done much with the questing. Uh, the questing UI. You know, when you click a quest, there's just a like a little text box to the left. You can have mm-hmm. like add-ons like immersion. Oh. That mm-hmm. makes it a little bit more better, per se, but I don't know. I don't like the way the, the quest UI is. There, because this is the only really MMO that I've played. Is there an a MMO that does a really good quest UI? Not that I can um, imagine. I, think Final I can't think of like a... I feel like, yeah. doesn't Final Fantasy do a very similar to WoW? Like, it... No, I guess not, because they have you go through, like, the jobs, or not the jobs, the jobs are, like, your specs and stuff, but, like, you'll talk to a person, they'll give you, like, a dialogue box, but it doesn't, like, pop up as, like, a, like, a giant scroll on your screen. It's just, like, it it just gives you dialogue, and it's like, okay, cool, you picked up the quest, go here. So it makes it a little less intrusive on your, um, on your actual interface. Yeah. I guess that's the only thing you can improve on like in my head I, I i don't know what else you could do to like make a uh get rid of the 25 there. quest limit because that was super annoying it did expand it though now it's 35 that. right yeah oh <laughs> boy coming, nice. coming this reset or something i don't know uh, how many expansions leave are we like nine or ten at this point like i have a bunch of quests from like old stuff that like i want to hang on to because i'm like working on them for like raids or like legendaries for like um i just finished wings of the father like a couple months ago but like having those old quests, I don't want to get rid of them. But at the same time, like I was running into issues where it's like your quest log is full. Like, oh, why? <laughs> was Fangs of the Fodder the the daggers from Cataclysm? Yeah, that was the uh, the Nalthari- like uh, the dragon soul. Um, yeah, I thought they took daggers. those out of the game. Uh, I I have been on the quest since Cataclysm. I just haven't no finished. Way. I've been because I mean like I've been so. Uh, my like wow story is I played rogue for a long time, um, but I would always go to a different class like midway through. Um, I played rogue seriously in Legion, um, a little bit in, at the end of Wad, um, but before that I would like alternate between like paladin or I, I guess I didn't know this, but I played a little bit of warrior. Um, what? In, that's, that's in yeah, in it was in mob. I recently was like logging in through like my like achievements and stuff and like my 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 mounts because I was looking like how I could like improve my mount count, and I had like done all the quests and stuff for the uh, the wind serpents on my warrior. I don't even remember this phase of my life, but I mained warrior for like a good two years. <laughs> wow. 
That must have been a low point. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, oh, I know. <laughs> but um, I've had that quest since Cataclysm, and I just had never had gotten around to finishing it because I would get to the Spine of Deathwing quest or like boss fight, and it's just like, why am I here? I do not it's, like this. That also correlated Wing, with his uh, time that he was in the the peak physical conditioning of his actual life. He was probably benching like 400 <laughs> and running six minute miles. I was, I was going to the gym a lot when I was playing Warrior. Um, I think it was <laughs> just because I didn't like the game or something, but. <laughs> If I'm bulking in game, I have to bulk in real life too. Yeah, true. <laughs> I think that's actually true because I was in. I think I was graduating high school when I like at the um. I think at the end of MOP or something, mm-hmm. or maybe it was like beginning of WAD. I don't know. I was coming to high school, and so like, uh, at that point in my life, I was going to the gym consistently. So I mean, See? you're not Called wrong. It. I think Warrior like in his physical prime, <laughs> it activated yeah. something in you. <laughs> There's a primal rage. <laughs> it increases your testosterone. Just... Very true, very true. I mean, just look at Asmongold. No hair, because he's just full of testosterone. <laughs> he's juicing. True. <laughs> he has broken his entire life. <laughs> what am I taking? I never thought of it that way. Wow. Maybe I should be the leader of my warrior. I kind of like my hair. <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> to save your hairline you must delete your warrior yeah <laughs> that or uh play fanboy arms true dude okay arms is go, like the actual chad spec fucking chad spec imagine you're walking around what's more manly than walking in with two one-handers saying hey i don't need two i just need one and I need to use both hands on this one because yeah. I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in real life. Yeah, exactly. true. I mean, you guys aren't wrong. I mean, it's a Chad spec. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been trying to say. Plus, I mean, I don't know. I, I just I really like the aesthetic of arms, I guess. Like uh, the whole like bleed kind of build for it. But it's nice. I also know that I think Fury is once again somehow taking over the, the raid spot for arms. but. I mean, we'll are you going to do more damage with one two-hander or two two-handers? I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Well, I mean, you I can mean, look at the math, but I mean... Really, really hard with that one two-hander, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just do the math. Two is better than one. Exactly. It's simple. There's studies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Right? All right, that's the uh, the fourth world tour of the week. Nice. How's the uh, how's the uh, tank nerfs affecting anything? Uh, I actually haven't no? played tank. Uh, I got all my tank clears out um, at the beginning of the week. Um, I mean, ten percent survivability. It's gonna suck, right? But at the same time, these guys are still doing as much DPS as a DPS player. They're, yeah. My blood. Let me look at the overall cook. My DK have- again out healed my priest, which I mean it's a DK, right? It's gonna out heal every time, but I'm pretty sure my my paladin's doing the same thing. My DH is definitely out healing healers. But I think they're still gonna be very strong. I think it's gonna be yeah, fun. I, I guess my issue with that nerf is like ten percent survivability obviously. Eh, I don't really care for it because already we're like stupidly tanky and we're doing so much DPS, like you said, as much as a uh, most DPS. But the reasoning behind it was um 
they want healers kind of like healing tanks more than anything and that doesn't really feel good for a healer i, I don't know like if you're doing a mythic tank healing game, is so boring it, it really is because like you're spamming like low cost like low efficiency heals into one person and it's just like why i could be doing damage well. i could be like healing the dps it's just so boring i like nobody likes I, I, yeah, Everybody I would have understood kind of like maybe a few DPS nerfs for like some things. And, yeah. Um, like Prot Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> I The other part that I, I'm i kind of tired of seeing from that nerf was the... um They, they were uh, nerfing survivability for a few other specs. So like Warlocks, their little soul each thing was like down to 3% from 6%. They mm-hmm. nerfed the uh, self-healing from uh, Shadow Priest from like their dots, which... I, I don't know how much self-healing is from that, but I think it's kind of stupid that they keep doing these, or if they keep adding to these nerfs, because, uh, first off, Warlocks had that soul leash, like, pretty high before, like, uh, when Talents came out, that so it was kind of noticeable, but now that they keep nerfing it down to, like, maybe 3%, and then eventually they'll do, like, 1%, it's not even going to be noticeable. It's not even going to mm-hmm. be, like, something that you might talent into if it is a talent. I can't really remember, but I don't know. I'm so not, leech, I, I believe it is. Yeah, then I don't know. It it feels like they keep nerfing things down to where it's like hardly noticeable, but you still kind of have to tell into it. Like um there's one talent for uh warlocks where if you use your little demonic circle, it's a four percent DR. It's literally a G C D and you're just fucking using it for four percent. I don't think anyone's actually using that. No one unless you're like a sweaty uh, little mythic raider. Eh. I think you'd be like, there's a, uh, <clears throat> so my friend, uh, Luke and I were talking about this the other day, um, specifically with halls of, uh, halls of valor, because when we were playing Legion, um, we, we, he played, it was like survival or marksman, I think depending on the key, but he was playing a lot of survival hunter and he would like play marksman for huge keys, but, um, specifically Scovald And I think it's Herja on like 20s and more or like 20s and higher um hunter survivability was so bad that scovald would do a mechanic that you're supposed to like you know you pop a defensive like you maybe you get like a healer, healer external but the healer is probably using their externals on the tanks and he would just die to them because he would he, he would he would just die hunter was so bad defensively that you would just die so like eventually like those four percent drs are going to add up and like you're going to use them but Again, I think the mass player base isn't going to, um, and I agree that I mean, like, it's just tedious after a while, right? Yeah, like for that, I would understand maybe a four percent DR is helpful, but like four percent, I don't think would save you from from something that would be one shotting you unless you're like stacking another DR on top of that. Yeah, I mean that's where the versatility stacking started was in Legion Mythic Plus because it was like you have to stack the stat or you're going to get one shot cuz like you're going to you're you're getting one shot but it's by like just enough where if you had that little bit of damage reduction you'd be fine like he'd be well not fine but like he'd live at like you know 2 3 4 5% so the healer would have at least enough time to get you back up exactly i don't know i just work here i guess yeah this is just the wendy's yeah so this is wow. wendy's <laughs> Yeah, Prot Warriors has felt great so far. I mean, I just yeah, haven't got that max level yet, but uh, and I think I'm still pretty overgeared for all the content. But it's great running uh, normal dungeons. I just go in, pull everything, mm-hmm. do a lot of damage. Don't really take any damage. It's even with the nerfs, but 
I'm sure you'll start to notice it more with the uh, with Mythic Plus. But... Yeah, hierarchies and such. Yeah, and I think that's like the biggest thing that people are like worried about with this tank nerf is like Blizzard's base. Oh, maybe they're not basing it off of it. It's hard to say, right? Because they don't tell you, hey, this is what we're seeing in like our data, and it feels weird to nerf something in the actual live game when you didn't nerf it in the beta when people were doing these higher keys um where you're seeing tanks like solo these dungeons or not solo them but like you know you're pulling like three four like two or three times the amount of packs that you would pull in like shadowlands because tank strength is just way yeah. higher now um and they're like oh man these guys are way too strong we haven't even set foot in them well, like the raid hasn't released yet we haven't seen any tuning numbers we haven't seen any kind of like actual data because a lot of these mobs are just not living that long um so we see it'll be interesting to see but i don't know that being said i think tank damage is a little bit high um running on my prop paladin and i was out dpsing our damage players so i think it's fine for our overall i mean yeah i mean yeah yeah this is after like we had gotten into like our mythic zero runs and stuff like so, uh, my paladin. Um, we have a screenshot somewhere. Uh, we had a. Uh, this is a. I think it was the academy. We were running with a rep paladin, a prop warrior. No, my a prop paladin. I was a prop paladin. A fury warrior, and another rep paladin. And our ending overall was thirty nine k for the rep pally. I was second with thirty five k, and I beat the prop or the, the fury warrior and the rep paladin. Or the other rep paladin. So it's like, as a prop player, yeah, these numbers look great to me. But as a DPS player, I'm like, hey, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe chill out a bit. That's so. my job. Yeah, <laughs> please stop that. <laughs> Reminds me well, of uh, the tank. BFA numbers. Yeah. By the end oh, of the expansion, if you're like a, a good, uh, if you're a good DPS, or if you're a good tank, you're gonna be out DP. DPSing mediocre DPS, like yeah, with a, uh, run at like seventy five k. Well, that was even like that was even before Twilight Dev. You'd still be beating a lot of DPS that just, you know, mm-hmm. weren't at the top of their game. At least as a prop warrior, you were. Thunder oh, Thunder did a lot of damage. I. There is a huge because I know Prot Warrior is going to get nerfed again. There is a huge part of me that is very, very upset with myself that I didn't level Prot Pal- or Prot Warrior first because I played a little bit of BFA Warrior where you pop. It was like the Avatar Thunderclap build. Yeah, and I I know that that's what you guys are playing now, and I'm kind of upset that I hadn't played Warrior first. But we also have two other warriors in my raid, so it's kind of. It's so Probably much with, uh, with the Rend build, too. So now yeah, it's just automatic. Oh, yeah. It Rend. Oh, yeah. so cool. it's, it's the best thing, honestly. You don't have to, like, uh, single-target Rend every single fucking thing in your path. Yeah, Perry and I were talking about this in pre-patch, because ARMS plays Blood and Thunder as well. So it's like, you don't even have to, like... Again, I know you hate ARMS or whatever. You have, like, some you know, weird <laughs> kink with femboys or something. But um, you also play Blood and Thunder, so you actually, like... Your bleed spec, you don't have to... You know, set up the globals to set up rend on everything, and then set up your sweeping strikes and all that. But... I'm happy with it. That's all I can say. I'm having tons of fun. I don't necessarily have anything against arms. I guess I've just this last patch. I really enjoyed the fact that 
Fury was good at PvP as well, so I didn't have to have oh. three completely different sets of gear and three completely different sets of, of specs to be able to do PvP, yeah. and PvE, DPS, and tank. <laughs> that makes sense. My friend, uh, I've been friends with this guy since, like, Cataclysm. Um, he he played Warrior, like, a little bit, like, when we first met. But he, like, bounces around a little bit, plays, like, a couple different classes. Oh, nice. I stepped on a rock and DC'd. Um, but he, in Shadowlands, had switched to Warrior, went Fury, instantly got glad, multi-glad at this point, um, just because he went Fury. Well, not just because he went to Fury. He's a good player as well, right? But it's mm-hmm. it's crazy, like, how much better Fury became. Because I remember back in Kata, I watched this guy. Uh, it was Bajira and this other guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but he also played Fury Warrior when it wasn't the best. But I remember I was like 10 years old at the time. His transmog looked sick. He he was such an inspiration. Um, and he played Fury Warrior. And I was like, man, I wish Fury Warrior was good at the game because it wasn't. Um, and to see Fury Warrior actually be good at PvP for a couple of seasons was really cool. But I understand um, not everyone thinks that way. Because uh, I understand how broken Fury Warrior actually was. For a lot of people. I'm glad you understand. Yeah. What was the other thing you you also wanted to talk? So we talked about the lore. You wanted to ask about the dungeons, right? Yeah, for Mythic Plus, what do you think are going to be the uh, the the pug killers as the as the damage starts to scale? Before we, so before we answer that, have you seen the dungeons that are in the next uh, pool? I haven't. The only ones that I've done so far, I've only done two. I've done the uh, was it the ruby life pools mm-hmm. and then the offensive. offensive? Yeah, right. the knock so offensive. I had to break it to you. Quarter stars is uh, coming this season, so we already. Let's go. Let's go. Melee. Gonna... We forgot about that. <laughs> We're oh, all gonna God. have the same answer here. All right. <laughs> which, uh, which I I, 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 I this is sound uh, for it's gonna be no good offensive Azure Vault Ruby Life Pools and the Academy. And then it'll be uh, Jade Serpent from Mop, Shadow Moon from Wad, and then Halls of Valor and Court of Stars from Legion. I think the Pug Killer, the big one, and this is gonna sound super cynical because I don't, I like I played a lot in Legion. I think it's gonna be Halls of Valor. I do not think these pugs are ready for Herja, and I do not think they're ready for Skovald. I think they're gonna like, oh, Skovald's mechanic just one shots you no matter what. Oh, okay, and then your key's just done. I don't think they're gonna get through it, but I could be wrong. Uh, Shadowman could be like super overtuned, but so is it going to be like the boss in Upper Kara, where like everybody swears they didn't move, but the one dude fucking moved, and so we yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be uh, your your non warlock ranged character got hit by a Scovald's like throw weapon and just got one shot, and he's like, yeah, I don't know, I bought my defensive. <laughs> the healer popped like you know power infusion, power infusion, uh, pain suppression, but he popped Ironbark on me, he just died anyway. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I pop bubble. I died through it. <laughs> uh, either that or I mean, maybe, maybe flame wreath on court of stars, like second boss. Oh my but... god! They brought back flame wreath. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. no, not again. Too early. They can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> um. Oh, actually, my tank. I don't know if this is like. He just got crit, or if it was like unlucky, but Tira and uh, Maruk in the offensive, uh, uh, the Anoka offensive, he got hit for like 350k um, on one of the, like, it's the mechanic, but um, it was the brutalized one. Oh. 
Yeah, it's supposed wow. to hit for like 170 something. And he just got yeah, hit. And he got hit for 360. Uh, was he uh, 350 back to him or something? I don't know. He thought maybe he got back hit or something, but I didn't know if it was like a sacking mechanic or if he just got crit. But I think like, I don't know if that's like a one-off thing, but that might kill a lot of people. See, especially in Tyrannical yeah, and the hierarchies. I, oh yeah, that I didn't just know. actually just might one-shot your tank, especially with the 10% damage reduction yeah. or increase. Um, I don't remember who I did this with. I was running Naku Defense, probably on Mythic, and you know how the uh, the fucking how the archer would like throw out those arrows that shoot out little like little winds. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we were like stacked or something or too close or whatever, but like just about all the DPS got one shot when that just Ooh. popped out. Everyone got fucked by that, and it made no sense because like I'm almost certain we weren't stacked. We were like decently close, but I don't think they got hit by the winds because like the second they pop, they just hit us. It was snap. Everyone's dead. So I don't know. It's gonna well, be fun. the uh, the levels are are more difficult now too, right? Then they scale it, so now 15s are gonna they, be through 20s are gonna feel harder than 15 through 20 in the previous they, expansion. Right? So I saw a little like uh, chart, I guess. I don't know how accurate it is or if it's like true at all or not, but apparently you're only gonna see that difference like over 15s where like a 15 might feel like a 16 from like last season and then the 20 will feel like a 22 so there's gonna be harder but like if you're used to doing dungeons that high i don't think it'll be like too bad well you know it's interesting too because people forget that last the last two seasons were essentially nerfed like season one shadowlands like the 20s were more representative of like the bfa 20s and then once they had the double legendaries, that essentially kind of nerfed everything down from a yeah. borrowed power perspective. That's true. But now the uh, the max eye level two comes out of a twenty, right? So everybody's yeah. going to be trying to run twenties a lot more. It's not just the the conduits now. Yeah, we're going to be running twenties the second Mythic Plus comes out. Hope you're ready. It'd be interesting to see because they also buffed Mythic Plus, right? I remember pre-patch, uh, they had buffed it, like, but like each level had been buffed by, I think it was like incremental, but it ended up being that like 20s were like 30% harder than they had been the previous week for pre-patch. I don't know if we're also increasing the level that you have to do for the weekly chest. Is that going to be like something that like, you know, the average player is going to be able to do? And what does that mean for KSM? Also, why does the KSM mount look so garbage? That's true. I'm just really going like to say everyone's mind. I don't like it. I saw a picture of it. I thought it didn't look that bad. I hate I like it. it. Okay. I think I hate it because we have dragon riding and I can't ride it as a dragon. That and this I, think that's why I'm upset. I think that's why I'm upset about it. But. My reasoning is exactly that, but also it's hideous to fucking look at. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't even look like something that flies, though, right? Like it kind of looks like a ground only mount. Yeah. I, I, think, it like my, I yeah, think it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Wait, know. I think it's a little unimaginable. Like it can't even. Well, I guess that yeah. makes sense if it can't fly, because if it it wouldn't be relevant. Like if you could, because yeah. it has to be dragon riding flying, right? That would kind of be more of an here. insult too, if it could just normal fly only, but not dragon fly. <laughs> <laughs> that would so be... I know <laughs> people have talked yeah. about like Blizzard are like thinking of ways to either uh, they're unlocking pathfinding, right? Like so, eventually you'll be able to use your ground, like your traditional flying mounts, because you have the you know five thousand like a hundred mounts that you're at this point farmed and i feel like vin might mm -hmm. actually like you know end it if he couldn't use those mounts over again <laughs> but, um, 
they're also making it so you can eventually use your your dragon flying mount, like your dragon riding mounts in Azeroth, like the old world kind of stuff. So I feel like if instead of giving us a KSM mount, like if they had just said, hey, Gladiator has the proto or the, the Highland Drake, you know, transformation that you can do. The proto Drake has the raid one, which I don't know if it comes out of Mythic or Heroic. I haven't figured it out yet. I really hope it's not. Here's, you know, a, a transformation for your Mythic Plus ones instead of giving us like a mount that does not fly. Unless that thing can fly without wings, in which case, hey, more power to it, right? But pretty sure we have another scenario where it's like, can that snail fly? <laughs> I'm sure they can do like a fancy little animation under it just to make it. Yeah, he he, uh, he summons winds and just rides it like a Nimbus. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the going to be the, the max eye level now for doing a, a 20? Because tw- tw- 20 is the cap, I think. Yeah, I think it's like 405. I, I had a chart put in one of the channels. I might have to look back at that. Is it really going to be lower than uh, Mythic rating by that much? Yeah. Yep. So, okay. The end by the end of the run, the highest it's 405, but for your vaults, it's 421 for a 20. And the 421 is equivalent to Mythic gear. I believe so. I don't remember what Mythic drops actually. So I think like mythic rating is 425. Let me double check. Yeah, let's see. Really? Let me look. Uh, 415, 415. Yeah, it starts at 415, and by Razageth, it gets to 424. So it's like, okay. yeah, it's basically mythic gear. You said 421 is what the end of the week vault is for 20? Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting too because they're doing like this uh, tiered eye level, right? Where like the yeah. eye level gets higher towards the, or like towards certain actually has higher eye level during yeah. certain bosses, right? So like a boss won't drop the same eye level for everything. I believe so. Yeah, I like it. I like that change. Honestly, you get more uh, a little more reward for progressing farther into it. Losi, what are you meaning in um, Dragonfly? <laughs> Zero idea. Zero idea. It's scary. I do not know. It's scary because Raid Louis is next week. I have a Rep Paladin, um, a Druid that I'm playing for the drag. Uh, it's like Resto. Um, I have my Rep Paladin, my DH, and at this point, a Rogue that I just leveled as well. And I think that Blizzard did such a good job of making every spec that I am playing right now feel so fun that it's like hard for me to decide. <clears throat> so I do not know. Um, I'm leaning more towards DH, uh, maybe Rhett with the with the tank nerfs. I was like kind of like straying away from Paladin because the main reason I wanted to play it was so that I could play uh, Prot. Mm-hmm. But um, we also have a lot of Prot players. Is the problem? Okay. Um, but I think DH is really fun. Um, but it keeps getting nerfed week after week, and I know that's going to be like a kind of like a doomsayer thing. Um, because I know DH right now is. Even after the eight percent like um, essence break nerf and like the hunt nerf that was a couple of weeks ago and like the just the AOE like six percent nerf that they had, it's still fine. Um, it's still a really good spec. I think it's like S maybe maybe high A. Um, but I also really enjoyed Outlaw Rogue, which is something I can never say that I've ever said about Outlaw in the history of the spec. Um, usually I've like only played sub. Or like occasionally like one or two bosses in raid for assassination, but I have never enjoyed Outlaw. And um being able to play Shadow Dance for Outlaw feels really, really fun. Out 
I've never. I've seen a lot of good outlaw rogues in dungeons so far. Yeah, it's crazy. They pop off. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but yeah, you play Shadow Dance Outlaw, which is crazy. That just sounds wacky to me. It's fun. I, I, it feels more like Sub Rogue did in Legion than Sub Rogue does now. It feels like a better sub than Sub does, I guess. So, since you're playing that, does being in Shadow Dance count towards your little um, dispatch might give you uh, roll the bones? That little mm, talent. Uh, I think so. Um, because Shadow Dance is always counted as stealth, stealth. or Shadow Dance. Yeah. Okay, that's um, really nice then. Yeah, it's super cool, but like for because you go for this like ambush build, so you do like a bunch of like ambush damage and like your ambushes are giving you uh like procs and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's it's really cool. It does sound nice. So is assassination ever gonna be good? I think they it's actually the best they got right now. They got it's the best what spec? I think it's like the best single target raid spec. Oh wow. I think unless something's changed. Um they did get exsanguinate nerfed by like Four hundred percent or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. The cooldown got nuked from orbit, um, which is crazy because, like, I thought it was like a PvP only change. Like, I thought that's why they were nerfing it, but I guess not, because um, I didn't think you even win Exsanguinate for raid. Um, but again, I I I leveled my rogue from sixty to seventy last night, and then I did my first round of Mythic's Heroes today. So I don't I don't know a ton about the class yet, as far as like its evolution in Dragonflight. But historically speaking, assassination's always been, you know, the raid spec for it. Well, not always, but since at least Warlords of Draenor and HFC. Um, I think he played Outlaw for the first couple weeks in Emerald Nightmare and then it switched to Assassination. Sub had like a week where it was really good in Trial of um Trial of Valor for uh the raid. Mm -hmm. And then uh the legendary boots got nerfed. So Assassination got really good again. Nighthold you played Assassination. You played sub in Tumo Sargeras. That's right. You played sub in Tumo Sargeras. Um, and then you switched back, and then uh, Assassination was the better spec for the rest of the raid tiers. Wow, that's a lot of money to be spending on Legos, man. Yeah. And Solash. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's crazy. You just crafted. Um, I think it was the. It was probably the same. I didn't play Assassination or like Rogue in, in Shadowlands, but. I assume you probably just were like, oh, uh, I'm going to craft the same legendary I played in Legion, where my Vendetta cooldowns reset every time I press Mutilate or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty excited uh, about the fact, at least so far, there's not a lot of borrowed power stuff where we're going to have to buy, go out of our way to, I'm to so buy items. I'm so happy about it. Don't worry, we're getting, dragon, we're getting dragon forging soon. Titan forging... I'm gonna need a lot of. I don't think Titan Forging was that bad. I think it was like it had its faults, but I think if they put Dragon Forging into the game, like it would give you something to work for each week, especially in like Mythic Plus and stuff. Like imagine if you get like, you know, your max item level rewards, and then all, all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I can't play Mythic Plus anymore because I'm not getting any rewards out of it. If you're only playing for rewards, and then all of a sudden that piece Titan Dragon Forges. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Damn. Now I don't have to raid again. <laughs> Thinking about that. Um, so we're supposed to be getting the what's that thing that lets you craft here? Uh, uh last... the creation catalyst, yeah. I'm wondering six fucking, weeks, 
where is it gonna be though i'm wondering is it gonna be like i think it's this or something i think it's where that uh do you know where you got your spark of ingenuity yeah i think it's there that kind of makes sense that that's a cute little area to have it i would actually go insane if they made you spend like a spark ingenuity just for one tier set though that'd be a stupid idea i think they're actually getting rid of like the resource cost for it oh that's actually way better I can't remember. I was watching an interview. Um, they had said I thought they had said they're just releasing the the catalyst on week one, so you don't have to wait around for it. But apparently, that was very very wrong. But it was either that or the the resource thing. I think it's the resource because they didn't think it was like fun to have you farm, you know, cosmic flux for three weeks so you could craft a tier set on top of the time gating. I think that's kind of fun. Don't ever do that, please. I don't know, man. How's the uh, the new city? I haven't been there yet. It's really nice. The, uh, Very nice. Questline. It's really nice. Open. It's uh, way it's, better. It's still a circle, but it's like a misshaped circle, so it doesn't feel like Orbis. It's the best kind of circle you could ask for, honestly. So it's got um everything that you need like it's got the it's got auction, auction house, house. And... it's got uh... yeah you don't have to be a you don't have to be an engineer yeah <laughs> it's crazy right who knew it, we have the technology for that and the ducks like yeah and the ducks <laughs> yeah i love the duck quest line <laughs> wait there's a duck quest line yeah there was that whole thing um i think it was um I don't remember the Wii YouTuber's name, um, but he like made this whole conspiracy video where there was no ducks in any of World of Warcraft's like lore, or not lore, but like any of like the zones or anything like that. Like ducks just don't exist. And they have that <laughs> whole thing with like the dev interview with like the development of like Dragonflight, and they're like, oh yeah, and we put ducks in the or no 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 they didn't say we put ducks in the game, but they had like this blackboard with like uh, chalk and stuff all over it, and it was like uh, how to put ducks in World of Warcraft or whatever. And um, there's the zone in I think it's the um, the Onaran Plains, uh, there's this quest line where you have to collect duck feathers, so you have to go around and harass these mallards. And oh, yeah, I just did feathers. that. <laughs> yeah, it's super funny. It was a super weird, like, nod to the community, because, like, this guy's, like, whole conspiracy video, and they got like, a lot of traction, was, like, there's no ducks in World of Warcraft. So, it's super thick. I'm starting to think they're out. they actually aren't real ducks. Yeah, they, they could be government spy drones sent yeah. out from the jailer. Sure. Tabs on us, even as their death yeah, exactly like ducks. That would make They're more sense. Birds. Maybe that was the secret. <laughs> the secret that, was that, the, that was the, the ominous about. doom that the was like trying to protect us from was the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> the aspects really committed duck genocide. That was, oh, no. that was the secret <laughs> crimes. Oh my god. It's crazy. Are cool. Um, so we. Now? Yeah. No, we're the anti-conspiracists because we're getting rid of the ducks. Oh, that oh, you collect okay. their feathers and like. Oh yeah, I was questing earlier. I it was like three a.m., so I was already emotionally distraught. But like this prop pattern comes in, Pav's divine uh, toll on like a group of fifteen ducks that I was just trying to harvest their feathers and like murders <laughs> all of them. I felt so bad. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, no, stop! You're killing all the younglings. <laughs> it was like Anakin turning the dark side all over again. 
the uh, so the raid reset that's coming up, or when the the raid unlocks, that's mm-hmm. uh, are they releasing everything at once, or are they doing like one wing at a time? Because there's not a lot uh, of bosses, right? There's only like, like seven like or eight. eight. It's eight bosses. Vault of the Incarnates. Do you mean for LFR? I just meant in in general because I think oh. even in the regular raids they didn't release it all at once, right? Like no, if I look was... at the last expansion. It was up to Anduin, and then after that, I got released the next week, just to like uh, make it make sense with the uh, the story we had. Um, they don't even release LFR with the the no, raid; they, they usually wait, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what they are doing is so they're releasing the whole thing, and Razgeth was outside of beta testing. I think that's how it was. So we don't like. If you even look up guides, I don't think there's a single one for Razagath right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> oh, so there's no testing at all for, for him? Yeah. I guess not. Or, what I did think was interesting, though, is that we are getting Mythic Week 1. Really? Where usually, Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, usually, yeah. you know how they like release like, normal and heroic like week like 1, and then the week after, then they release Mythic. They're doing everything on day 1, and I'm pretty sure it's a global read. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm wrong. But, I, I told you about um, that one, too, actually. Did you? Yeah, I told you, and you were like, no, they don't. that's not how they do it. In the, yeah, I guess not. Um, but yeah, uh, they're releasing everything at once. I was wrong, then. Exactly. I'm glad that's you crazy. Now, Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course. Um, well, that's going to be really interesting then, huh? Like what guilds decide to do mm-hmm. like in the race to world first because they're going to need to do heroic splits at the same time that they're pushing for Mythic where usually they have like a week or two of heroic to, to get all their gear. That's yeah. a good point. World first is going to be awesome now. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be... As I think viewer. it's going to be more intense. Yeah, as a viewer, yeah. it would probably be insane. As a player, I do not think I would do Because yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we did heroic splits, now we're going to Mythic. It's like, oh, shoot, can we get like a, like a day? It's like, no, we're going now. Can I get one day of sleep, please? No, no. never no again. No stops on this boss. Um, yeah, I guess they just do their heroic players until they feel like they're, enough of their raid team is geared and then they go into mythic or maybe they go into mythic and go until they hit a wall that probably makes the most sense because i feel like at that level like a lot of it is like you're not hitting i mean you might be hitting damage checks but probably not until like maybe like the third or the fourth boss yeah yeah so usually the first couple bosses are more mechanics than or at least that's what it seems like in the past that's what I'm saying. Or, or it's like the last boss of the the first wing is like the DPS check or something. Yeah, exactly. Like Fetid Devourer was for like old year, old year. Sorry. Um. Or do you confidently say, yeah, we're going to kill these first three bosses anyway. Let's spend this time gearing up, blast through them even faster than we normally would, and then just go from there, right? Like I don't know how. Obviously, it's not like a world first radio. Like I would never know how that process looks, but. I am see how that plays out. That'd be cool for sure. I mean, we're, we're, the time okay. to be uh, selling everything though, instead of trying to build your own gear. <laughs> yeah, true. they uh, well, they made that change with the uh, the mythic BOEs, where they're going to be uh, buying on pickup instead of buying on uh, like equip for the first like couple of weeks, so you can't sell yeah. them anymore. 
so that you don't have like this degenerate behavior from the world first guilds where you're like you're like paying millions and millions and millions of gold to gear out your characters. But I know um I got an email from I think it was like no, it wasn't an email, it was a Twitter thing, uh from like Method, uh asking them to like sign up for like their Discord thing so you could do like split runs with them. Um I assume Limit's probably doing the same thing, but Probably, but I know they did that with like uh, Sepulchre with tier sets. Is like oh, they would yeah. pay you like a couple hundred thousand gold to go into the raid and like give you the tier that drops for you. Oh, uh, that's pretty interesting. Are you going to do it? Are you going to sign up? No, you have no. to be in like their server though. Now, yeah, you have to like be in their server. Also, I do not think my character is high enough item to do that. I think if like something were to drop for me, then. It'd be I wouldn't be able to and trade you get traded, and then you'd get banned from WoW permanently because they have all the power. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's one hundred percent what would happen. Also, uh, I kind of want to save my long out for me for my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, anything else you guys wanted to to bring up? Yeah, Eric, what's your favorite part of been of Dragonflight, Ben? I mean, I think my favorite part so far has just been the. Uh, I love the scenery and like the quest lines. Like I've more so than in the past because I haven't had a a lot of time where I can just kind of sit down and grind. I've just been taking it, you know, a few quests or a few like I haven't even made it past the Anaran Plains yet. But okay. um I think just the animations and just like the visuals have been really, really cool compared to Shadowlands. Like maybe I've just little uh I'm just used to have have like having had Shadowlands for like the past two years, but like just thinking of it like Bastion just being you know like all blue and kind of like a blueberry zone, and then like Maldractus. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like the it's themes green. were just yeah, it's green. <laughs> you know, I think that's it. Else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to blue for all Arden World. Yeah, everything is slightly color. darker. <laughs> yeah, like having these zones like actual feel. I don't know, like real world zones has been kind of cool thank you and visually pleasing does feel a lot better going back to azeroth oh dude i'm glad you're enjoying it that's super cool Mm -hmm. yeah it's been uh it's been fun i haven't uh done a whole lot of exploring yet but it feels like there's a lot of cool areas to like i don't know this this whole area feels a lot more like the Draenor playstyle than it does Shadowlands or even BFA. I don't I don't know why though. I just kind of get that like artistic feel to it. Yeah, I feel like I'm an adventurer again. I don't feel like I'm a champion of Azeroth going to like save the world from like planetary devastation. I feel like I'm like <laughs> in a new zone. There's some dragons here, like some big lizards. I'm gonna go kill the big lizards real quick. I'm gonna come back like I feel like it's World of Warcraft again. I don't feel like oh. it's like starcraft like or i don't know how to explain it but like i don't know i just feel it, the game feels better you don't miss being ma walker though i'm with you 100%. Yeah. ma walker ma walker yeah i don't know yeah that's the the cosmic glory is just it felt so weird to me like it feels like it was like that with shadowlands the end of legion felt like that for me too um but I'm really enjoying the the feeling the Dragonflight gives, so I'm I'm hoping it stays that way. Are there any like uh, mission table type mechanics for this or no? No, not that I found. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, once you make an alt, you can like go to a little table and pick the zone you level, but that's it. 
Oh, speaking of vaults, I think it's really sick that they have made rep kind of account bound. Where if you're like max or like not max renown, but like for me, um, on my main, I'm like renown. I think it's like twelve or thirteen with like the expedition. And my rogue, who started leveling yesterday, gets a hundred percent increased reputation gains up to level ten with that reputation. So it's like it's not like oh, I just have the reputation unlocked, but at the same time, it's not like I have to grind this all out all over again. Right. It's a little bit fast. It's like twice as fast, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. interesting. Um, it's a lot more all friendly, which I don't think is a good for me specifically because I think I'm just going to level too many characters. But Para <laughs> might be in the same boat. Not sure. Well, it was the yeah, I was actually talking to Para about that because I guess that's the same for the glyphs too. Like once you get them on one character, or mm-hmm. even uh, the same because I have a a separate account for my son, but because it's under like the same master, like a uh, the battle tag, battle tag. Yeah, it, it all transferred over to me. Oh, sick. So uh, Star Destroyer um, is able to yeah. fly his dragon around. <laughs> Star Destroyer and, uh, and, De- and Death Boyo. Yeah, yeah Death Boyo. De- Death Boyo, son of Arathel. Heck yeah. That was super sick. I think it's really cool that uh, you're something you play World of Warcraft. My dad and I used to do that, but I think it, I don't know. I think I said it before. I was like, I'm very surprised Arathel invited his son to the guild. <laughs> like, <laughs> the conversation topics that go on in that yeah. guild. Our uh, topics are a little too mature. <laughs> that's like, yeah, so why I have uh, all the chat and stuff just disabled. Oh, you have the, just straight up disabled. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes a lot more sense then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I literally have him invited to the guild, so it's just easier with his crazy names. I can just right click yeah. and invite him. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I was like, man, I'm surprised. But... Heck yeah. There. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Um, unless you guys have more things you want to talk about. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. Trying to make this a, a weekly thing, get some uh, consistency. Heck and, yeah! Uh, I thought uh, I know that you were. Are we? Are you trying to do it on Saturdays more than Sundays, or is it just kind of yeah. like you can get everyone around? Well, I think we're we're gonna try to do it on Saturdays, and I think the, the raid's gonna get done, or will be done like at nine thirty. EST on the raid, so we'll just hop over from the the raid and do the the podcast. So. Okay. Um. Are you? So are you? Uh, that was the other thing I wanted to ask because I know you're. Uh. You're kind of like leveling. You're taking your time with it. You're definitely not like you know grinding it super hard. Are you gonna raid with Lion Court this week? Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna try to. So I should be seventy this week, and then I should be decently geared. I mean, I would assume like Mythic Zero level gearing is all that's needed for the normal raid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I thought that too, but I, I'm in a couple of different raids. Um, I mean, two. Um, one of them is like, you know, super chill because we've been playing since the lead and we know, you know, like, hey, wait, we've been playing together for a long time. We're all like, you know, decently okay players. The other raid I'm in, the item level requirement seems a little bit scary. Oh, what are they asking for? Well, at first it was 380, which it seems a little bit high. And then they were like, oh, 375, which. Still seems a little bit high. I mean, I guess yeah. they're going to be doing like Mythic Plus like before they go into raid and stuff. But my main isn't even three seventy five. I've been like keeping up on it and stuff. But... I'm wondering, like, is he even three three eighty? Like, I'm. I, well, like... they dropped it, right? Um, right, based on, right. They said recommendation, but what's the eye level for Mythic Zero right now? That the uh, gear that dropped three seventy seven. Oh, so like you'd have to get like crafted 
shit and run a bunch of like yeah mythic plus before the raid then so you have so like they're expecting you to actively gear those three or four days before the raid yeah well um so you do mythic plus or not mythic plus mythic zeros gives you 372 gear but um you can get crafted gear that's a little bit higher it's like 382 i think is the max for like the the non um spark of ingenuity gear because there's a couple things you can do with uh, these things called titan matrixes that drop out of dungeons but the world quest gear and the gear from like the community feast uh which is an azure span there's uh the citadel assault in uh the waking shore and there's like the rare or like the they call them i think it's like ultra, ultra rare yeah ultra rares yeah. it's like trading card game stuff um that those items that drop from there scale with your item level so i know my friend got like a 390 piece um from one of the rares jesus wow um, that's so cool yeah. that's such a great idea so it gives you a reason to go back and like hunt these rares because you yeah. can get something that's that's potentially better than what you have yeah exactly i don't know like how high those scale but for now they've been scaling with our item of when they have been continuously so i don't know like in a couple of weeks you know when people are getting like 400 like 10 item level from like mythic plus or whatever like their raid i don't know if it continues going that high but it'd be really cool if it did and keeps that content relevant the highest i've seen was 379 390 is crazy yeah that's yeah. fucking absurd i they must have like spent a lot on like crafted gear or some shit i don't know i don't um, know he's been what his strategy was he did mythic zeros the first week he did mythic zeros the second week but he also did pvp um and yeah, he got his sense. like yeah he got his world quest gear and he upgraded that as well and then from there he just been continuously like getting gear from the rares and stuff and eventually that item level has been continuously creep it's been he only has one character that he plays right so like where like myself who has like four characters i've been like working on a couple different ones he's been like just he's been every single day killing those rares and his item level is creeping up from that that's insane man so i mean yeah the rich gets richer or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool though yeah i i, yeah, I that's like pretty cool. overall i really enjoy the expansion so far how's uh how's pvp i took a i took a patch off for pvp but i heard that they were talking about doing the gearing differently this this time around i don't know if that's the yes. case or not uh so your pvp gear automatically max item level skills in pvp so Oh, that's you buy perfect. a piece of honor gear, you don't have to upgrade it unless you want to upgrade the PvE item mobile. If you don't care, then you're good. You just buy the honor gear and you're done. Um, and you buy the arena nice. gear and you're done. There's also like a couple different avenues. You can do um, world PvP for the bloody coins and you can buy gear that way. You can do like your honor battleground gear. You can do like your arena gear. Um, I think there's crafted PvP gear as well. I'm like 99% sure. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm 100% sure because I used it on this rogue. Um, so there's different avenues that you can go down. It's also less time-inducive on like the actual upgrade front. Um, and then from what I've heard, with a couple balancing exceptions like you know Guardian Druid, um, the PvP feels pretty fun. Um, I think there's also a couple outliers like Demon Hunter or I think Sub Rogue like week one was really bonkers. Um, but from what I've heard, it's uh, looking pretty promising. So we'll see. That's exciting. Yeah, I wish they had done that from the very beginning. Um, make it where it's max item level for PvP. And then if you want to spend effort to upgrade in PvE, that's what you can 
you know do with your rating but uh yeah yeah so I mean, it's I mean, it makes more sense. Entry. Exactly. Yeah, because like the biggest thing for me in Shadowlands was like, I'd want to. I got like uh, my elite set, um, or not the elite set, but I got my like elite title in um, Shadowlands. But ninety percent of the time, like it felt like uh, I had been. I spent three weeks gearing because I had to get the honor PvP gear for like battlegrounds and stuff, and I had to upgrade that, and then I had to go into arena. And then, or else I was going to just have like a terrible time. I had to get all my arena gear and then upgrade that. And then out of like the four or five weeks that it took, I think actually like one of those was actually pushing to 2400 and the other four weeks was just gearing. And it felt so dog, like so bad. Um, So it's really cool to see them like taking that like community feedback and like actually improving on it instead of just like saying, oh, this is actually a, a fine system, and you guys just don't know what you're talking about. I agree. While still having something to, like for those players to work towards, because like part of the, like the PvP thing was like they didn't want people to feel like, oh, I got all my honor gear, I don't have to do battlegrounds anymore. So like, if you want to, you know, like do dungeons or like have an easier time with world quests and stuff, um, or like world content or like raids, and you can you can just upgrade the gear that way. Yeah. While not hindering actual PvP progression. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick though. I'm stoked for it. Yeah, I, I never was like a PvP person. However, the set for uh, uh, Scalies slash Tractor, they just look way too good to pass. If I could sit in Visage form for Evoker for the entire time that I played it, like if I didn't have to go into my Dragon form, I'd play Evoker. Oh, yeah. But. It looks really cool, but I can't stand like the dragon form. I don't like the cast animations, and I don't like the like the just like the actual like the look of the class. But I think like the kind of not mutated. Oh yeah, the like the mutated like human almost kind of dragony form um, looks really cool for the visage thing. And I like the the casting animations for humans and like blood elves, obviously. But my oh man, my issue is that um when you're leveling your scaly. Uh, it implies that you're getting to choose your visage form, but you don't. So, like, it makes you me wonder when you're... It? You don't get to choose it. Um, males get... Uh, fuck, what do they get? I think they get, like, male blood elves. Females get uh, he- female humans, if I remember. Oh, right. okay, I see what you see. Yeah. Um, I thought you were saying, like, because when you go through, like, the character creation for the actual object here, um, it, like, lets you pick out your, your human form, right? I think I, I can't remember what I mean more of of that of the game. You can't choose like what kind of race you are, there, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't be like yeah. Torin or a, I mean, because I mean, there's literally Torin, there's Rolls. Yeah, there's Ebonhorn. Yeah, exactly. Huge, huge. Also, sorry, I don't mean to go back into the lore and, or you know, <laughs> I give you more content and we do, but Ebonhorn, I think, would be a much better leader for the Black Dragon flight than like both Sab- uh, Sabellian and um, Baratheon. Oh, Ebonhorn is Black Dragon kind of flight? Is it yeah, him? yeah. Oh, he is right because uh, back in I, Legion. Yeah, didn't he? Oh my God, he was. Fuck, I, didn't his part he was, his like story get explained in that little uh, quest line in High Mountain? You go. Yeah, he game? was like direct descendant of Neltharion. Um, right. and he originally in the beta, this threw me off because I actually got into the beta for Legion, only beta I've ever gotten into. Um, because I had to borrow. I had to use clever use of game mechanics to get into other betas. Um, but uh, do we want to go into detail on what that means? 
Yeah, could you send me like a exact detail on that? There was there's another account that I sometimes use use that's under my own name legally, uh, that I have used in the past to get into betas that maybe my my account that I would normally play on doesn't get into. Um, I see. But uh, in the beta and stuff, he that that character like Ebonhorn um, was it wasn't Abyssian, it was Rathion in the beta, and then in the actual live game they changed it to Ebonhorn being Abyssian. Um, so it was really confusing going into it. But he's actually a direct like descendant of Deltarian. I think it's like his actual son, um, and he was like there with like Holm and stuff with like the Holm Heimel, you know, the base right. survival hunter god. Um, so and he was even I think he's in the I haven't played the Drakthir quest line I'm working on mine right now actually, um, just pressing you know one two and my disintegrating. <laughs> um, I'm ninety percent sure that Eminhorn is in the Drakthir starting zone um, as yeah. like he helps you come to Azeroth and like or not Azeroth yeah, he he's on Azeroth he helps you come to like uh, Kalimdor or like Eastern Kingdom yeah That's right he um, does yeah I remember that. I, I yeah, so I I know he's in the story, but he kind of just gets dropped off. So I'm wondering if he's making a comeback later on, um, and maybe if Rathion and Sibelian don't become the leader of the Black Aspect or the Black Aspect, then maybe he does, right? So that'd be really cool to see as well. I think they didn't make him the Aspect because it would have been too easy of a choice. Like maybe. if it was like for example, if it was between Sibelian and Ebonhorn, mm-hmm. or if it was between Rathion and Ebonhorn. Then I feel like it would be too clear cut of like, oh, obviously, Abenhorn's way more trustworthy than Rathian, you know. Mm-hmm. What could Rathian possibly do wrong? Uh, lots of things. <laughs> I guess that's true. That would be interesting if they bring him back, though. Like, oh, I he 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 could be your third choice for your little um your ruled quest. Yeah, you know, turn in, I think a turn lot of people would be. Vision. More sympathetic with it too. Yeah. What am I, I doing? I feel like one of them's. I mean, I feel like it's got to be Sibelian. Like he's gonna turn, or something's gonna happen to him. Like. Yeah, I. Gives off that vibe. Cynical about the way these stories so. go, but. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Um, I actually, it's on every single character. I've started supporting Rathion first. I don't know if it matters. It probably it doesn't matter from like a story no. perspective because it, it it can't matter, right? Um, but on my rogue, I supported Civilian first, and I, um, I'm interested to see like what his story looks like. I'm hoping it's like, I don't know. I think I talked to either he's gonna like give into the corruption or something, or he's actually gonna be corrupted and he didn't know, or he does know and he's like working in the shadows, or he like sacrifices himself or like becomes the advisor to the actual Black Dragon fight. Be cool to see either one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel like they're going to use one of the raids to to solve this for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you kill one of them. So <laughs> I bet it's going to be it's awesome. it's what Nihilotha boss fight number one part two. Rathion strikes back. <laughs> he wasn't actually corrupted. It wasn't a nightmare. Well, you know what? If you go back to Nihilotha to the first boss when they were like uh, when you killed Rathian, yeah. Nizoth said, um, you're, you're within a vision of what was and what will be. So maybe Rathian does become corrupted. Oh. Like he fought all this time, like eliminated the actual like corrupted black dragon play, and then he becomes corrupted again. Yeah, I think um, if, if the Nizoth stuff is true, 
then he could easily be corrupted. Because that's at least what Nazoth is telling us. But you know, that'd be interesting too. I think that would be uh, less, uh, less, like predictable, but also still very interesting for his character arc. It's one the old yeah, god be- that's hiding underneath the Anaran plains, maybe. Maybe. Gets his I, I would see that. Is there like a site for that? Because I know in Wrath, like uh they had that um I can't remember what zone it was, but you could go I think it was Zuldrak. Um there's like this ice pool that you could go into and you could like actually see where they had the old god like poking out of the earth and stuff. Is there a site in the Anaran plains where you can look at that or is it just I think it's all speculation. Hmm. I, I I'm pretty sure it's all speculation. I think it. I mean, either that or put it underneath Waking Shore under like the Obsidian Sanctum, right? Well, I mean, there's got to be or something like in the quest line or some type of visual that like clued people off, right? Because it's like that came from somewhere, or is people there some are, already uh, some lore that's associated with it? Right. Um, people are speculating that the decay in Brackenhide is coming mm-hmm. from an old god. Uh, uh, I'll have to go check out Brackenhide then. I don't remember what it looks like. Again, you know, it's all speculation, but uh, yeah, check out the video from uh, Doran's movies. He goes into it a little bit. Cool. Well, I think that's a good uh, ending point. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, of course. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. See you later. Apple.